Well, the one thing I would want you to keep in mind as you walk through life, doing this pathway or not, that the inner pathway and the relationship with God is really very simple. It's very simple. And boy, do we make it hard. We complicate it, we add to it over and over, and then we wonder, why am I not getting that? Why am I not having inner experience? Why, why, why? When I was five, six, seven, eight years old, my inner relationship with God was very real, very true, and it was ever-present. All I had to do was look up and there was the loving, there was God, there was the light, there was inner experience. I could get in and out of body quickly and easily, and I could go travel through many different realms, and I could just look up while I'm sitting in my chair or in my bed and see God and see the loving and be present in that and live in that. But as you get older, as I got older, things started kind of coming present in my life. My mind got more active. Have to go to school, have to learn all these things. Then there's all these right and wrongs that you have to pay attention to. All the emotions get stirred up because I'm not doing it right, I'm doing it wrong. What am I doing wrong? Why is it wrong? I like doing that. Why is that wrong? And before long, all these little things start piling up between you and your relationship with God. You're constantly distracted back into the world, back into the body, back into the emotions of the mind. And it's, it's like, I know God's there, but how did he get so far away? Well, he didn't get so far away. He didn't move away. I just got more caught up in a down and outward direction and lost sight of the simplicity and the closeness that we really do all have with God all the time. Then the hormones kick in and, whoa, he just moved 10 miles away. <laughs> and so on and so forth. And then finally we decide, well, I do want a spiritual journey. I do want to wake up. I do want to know loving. I do want to be free of all my guilt and shame. And we begin searching. And we begin looking. And we try all these different pathways in the world. We go to different religions. We go to different spiritual and medical, medical, mental practices. Maybe medical. <laughs> a few of us might. <laughs> so... We try all these different things. And a lot of them are really very good and they do assist in many ways to get a little clearer, to get a little better understanding, to get a little closer to God. But at the same time, a lot of them also add a lot of new steps, new processes, new things you have to take responsibility for, and you have to do, and you have to give, and so on. And so still, the pathway isn't that simple. And yet it really is. All we have to do is sit down and close our eyes and be still. There are so many statements by so many different spiritual teachers throughout the ages. And that's the one thing they say. To go within. To be still. To be still and know. 
And yet, what do we do with that simple little statement? We close our eyes and we go within, and the mind starts pulling us this way. Well, let's see if we can see this. They say you can get out of the body and you can do this and you'll see this, and here's some of the experiences they say you're going to have. Well, forget all of that. Just forget all of that. Then the emotions are going to kick in and start directing you in another way. Just forget all of that. Let go of it all. And just keep focusing on loving God. That's the key to the inner practice. Again, a lot of the spiritual teachers, ancient and present time, if they're truly focusing on the inner pathway, of awakening into God's presence is going to direct you to be in the loving with God. That's the simplicity. That's the simplicity I knew at five, six, seven years old. I knew God. I knew the loving. I knew how simple it was. And thank God I did. Because as I got older and all these things kept getting in the way more and more, I could ever reference back to that simplicity. I could ever reference back to just having the opportunity just to look up. And it was just right there. It wasn't something I had to sit for two, three, four, or five hours to get. It was present. It was there. There was no time wasted, if you will. And it can be that way for you. It can be that simple now. But what are you doing when you meditate? Are you following the things that you've read? Are you following the teachings of others? Or are you following your loving? Your loving is the key. Your loving is the pathway. And if you don't know what your loving is, you don't know where your loving is, you don't know if you have any loving to give, that doesn't matter. What have I said over and over and over? Just sit down, close your eyes, look inward and upward, up to the seat of the soul and beyond, and just begin sharing your loving with God. Just say, Lord, I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you very, very much. With all my heart, with all my beingness, however you want to say it. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to believe it. You just say it. Over and over. Every day. Say it, say it, say it. Say it for a while, and then stop. And be still. And let God tell you how much God loves you. And maybe the first time it won't happen. Maybe the second time it won't happen. Maybe the third and fourth time it won't happen. But there will be a time, there will be a day, there will be a moment in which all of a sudden God's loving for you will come in. And just as you were directing your loving to God, God now is able to direct and have you become aware of God's loving for you. And you begin to live the simple way. Because that is God. God is loving. And if you want to know God, you've got to know loving. 
Because that's the only language God speaks. That's the only language God speaks, is loving. And so if you want to speak God's language, start speaking loving. Start sharing loving. Start living loving. And yes, there may be a lot of things that have knocked the senses out of you to where you don't know anymore. If you have any loving in you, if you ever had any loving in you, if you're ever lovable or not. Just be still and share your loving with God and let God share God's loving with you. And there will be a day, and it may be very quick. You'd be very surprised. All it takes is one split second where you're just still enough, just like Brian was saying, that center of the center of the center, where all of a sudden you just slip into it. You don't even know how you got there, but you just slip into it for a moment, and there's the loving. And most likely you might just find yourself not sitting there real comfortably in the loving when it comes in, because there's that part of you that's going to say, I'm not worthy of this. Well, that can't be real. And it'll kind of pull you back out of the center and not help keep yourself focused and, and connected into it. But you're going to open your eyes and go, oh my God. Oh my God, it really happened. It's really there. And that's the kind of experience that we want you to have. But nobody can give that to you. You can give it to yourself, and that's what this meditation practice is about. It is you giving time every day just to be focused and loving. Be focused and open and vulnerable to that movement of loving. Just share your loving with God and open to receive God's loving. It's simple, it's simple, it is simple. So don't complain if you're not having inner experience. That will come in time. That will come once you begin to awaken in the loving. In order to have true spiritual experience, you want to enter into that river of loving and let the loving bring you into the inner journey, the true inner journey of the soul returning home. Returning home to the very heart of God, to the spiritual realms. That's a true inner journey and that's true inner experience. A lot of the other experiences that we can claim to be inner experiences are just the mind and the imagination ever at work in us really is. They're fun to have, they're a lot of fun, but it isn't the fulfillment you may be looking for. The real fulfillment is to wake up and know the soul of who you are, the truth of who you are, the loving of who you are. Just as God's language and God's action is loving, so that is your soul, because the soul is a divine spark of God. You are God, incarnate in this world, having experience. You are a part of God. And it's for you to wake up and to know that, to be that, to live that, and to live it more fully every day. 
there are a lot of other journeys, a lot of other pathways out there, and they all lead into a lot of wonderful and different experiences. And many of us have walked a lot of those different inner experience journeys, and even outer experience journeys. I remember when I was 18 years old, and I got on a bus, left San Antonio, Texas, went up to Osceola, Iowa, went to a camp for three weeks up there at a spiritual group that I had met in San Antonio. And a big part of the spiritual awakening journey that they had, the meditation that we did, is every day we went out into these big fields and we picked weeds. Picked weeds, picked weeds. And in picking weeds we were going to pick our way into the heart of God, I guess. I don't know. I'm not even sure what the goal was that we were supposed to be having and fulfilling. But that's what I did. And it was good. I enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. I learned to be quiet and peaceful and centered in many different ways with my eyes open, watching, watching, picking, picking, looking at bugs, looking at worms, looking at snakes going by. <laughs> I just keep saying, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I didn't want to get up and run because I thought they'd follow me. <laughs> So there's a lot of different kind of experiences on different kinds of journeys. The journey we're on is not on an outer journey. We are on an inner journey. You are on the outer journey. We don't need to give you direction on how to do that. You're doing that. Like it or not. Love it or not. Fun or not. We're here to assist you in understanding the inner and how to truly have true inner spiritual experiences. Not experiences of the mind or the emotions or the body consciousness or the imagination. But to have true spiritual inner experience. So see if you can begin, if you're not already doing so, Speaking the language of love. And speak that language every day with God. Be in loving with God. And let God's loving come in. It is so close. It is so ready to just flow and fill you. But you have to let it in. There's the old saying, I learned this working on a ranch, you have to prime the pump to get the water going. Well, that's what you have to do with loving. You've got to prime the pump. You've got to moisten it and start pumping until the water comes. So start saying I love you until the I love you really starts to flow. I know I was working with a lady one time years ago and trying to help her to understand a relationship and how to move into a greater relationship with people. And we finally got down to a, a very clear statement. I said, so how is it you let people's loving in? And how do you share your loving with other people? She says, well, 
I don't share my loving with anybody until they tell me they're going to love me. And then I'll say I love you. But I've learned, I'm just going to get hurt. So I don't ever say I love you first. And I thought, oh my gosh. That's where I began to really wake up and realize on this pathway, we have to do it first. We always have to be the one to say, I love you. We have to open that door. If we hold the door shut and we're yelling through the door going, come on over here, tell me you love me. I'm right here behind this door. Can you come over and tell me something, please? I love you if you love me. But I'm not going to tell you until you tell me. It's better just to open the door and begin sharing the loving and share in that loving that is ever present. I've watched people on the inner levels and fortunately I can travel and, and have those experiences and they're looking for loving, they're searching for loving, I don't even know how to explain it exactly but they won't let it in. They just won't let it in. Why? A lot of it is that they don't feel worthy of it. They feel that they have to earn it. They've got to earn God's love. They've got to earn your love. Well, that may be true in the world with some people. Maybe you do have to earn their love. But with God, there's nothing you have to earn. God loves you just as you are. That's where I came up with the concept of acceptance. God accepts us just as we are right now. God doesn't expect us to be any different, to do anything different, to change in order for God to love you. God loves you just as you are because this is perfect who you are. That divine spark of God came into this world to have experience through this body. And all those experiences and all that you're doing in, with those experiences and in those experiences is assisting God in waking up into the divine knowing of itself in greater and greater ways. Why would God want you to change? God accepts you just as you are. And in that, God loves you just as you are. Don't change. Do not change. Because maybe God won't love you then. They'll <laughs> go, oh, well, I don't know. I, I, like, I like the other you better. <laughs> so, do what you can to keep your life simple and keep your meditation and your inner search simple. And anything in the world that begins to complicate your life or your inner journey, I'd look at it a couple of times and really reconsider whether or not you really want to involve yourself in that complexity or not. I would say for sure on the inner, go ahead and have the experience, but pay attention and maybe get in and out as quick as you can. Learn the lesson and go on. There's probably something there for you to learn or you wouldn't be drawn towards it. So go learn it. Don't run away from it. But at the same time, keep ever bringing your focus back to simple ways. 
back to the simple path. Even Jesus said his path is simple and easy. The burden is light. It's up to us to realize that. Even our burdens that we think are so horrible are not really that bad. Not if we can begin to look at it and see that in all those burdens are opportunities. Opportunities for the soul to learn and grow and awaken into the greater depth of itself. And for the soul to begin to recognize its way of independence from the mind and the body to be free of it and to be able to truly lift up and fly home back into the heart of God. And I know, Brian knows, and some of you know, that you never really left the heart of God. This is all just a great dream, and you've just believed a dream. But one day, you're just going to be right there in the heart of God, I saw this so simple one time when I was very young, and I was caught up in the world. I mean, oh boy, the emotions and the hormones had kicked in, and I was caught up in the world. And I was just being like torn apart by all these things pulling on me to go and get involved and do this and do that. And I still prayed every day, still meditated every day. And that one day, I remember so clearly where I sat down and I went inside just in a turmoil. And I was going through all the storms of myself in my meditation, just looking at them and complaining about them and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden it just got quiet. It just got quiet. And in the quiet, I was like a child resting in somebody's arms. And it was just such a loving embrace, such a loving movement of holding me and, and, and me being there in that. And I'm still watching my storm out here, but I'm aware I'm a child here in these arms and I'm not really understanding how I'm that and I'm this. But then all of a sudden I kind of let go of the storm and all of a sudden I am just a child. I always do this. <laughs> but when I go into the loving then I really, oh boy. So I looked up and there was the face of God looking down at me. And I realized that's all I have to do. I'm right there. You're right there. You're in the arms of God. You're in the loving of God. You're in the heart of God right now. It's just you're focused out there. And all God's saying is, come on, look back up at me. Come on. Don't don't keep looking into that dream. Don't look into that horror show. Look and see where the loving really is and just be present in the loving. It's that simple. That's why we say, look up. Go inward and upward. It's that looking up and seeing the face of God that's going to make the difference. And once you've done that, it's a lot simpler. So don't pursue the mind. Don't pursue anything other than loving. In your meditation and in your daily life.
All right. Short and sweet. <laughs>